0: Welcome to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com. Dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. Serving leaders, managers, and people who will be. Helping you reach excellence in your work and achieve your personal goals at the same time. Sign up for the free course at clearandopen.com. Compassion and space and time, forget the goal. Sometimes that's needed. But other times, if you have a persistent, stubborn issue, I'm inviting you to consider maybe it would be useful to hold it as you haven't learned a damn thing. And what would it take to really complete that learning? Hi, it's Joseph, and thanks for tuning in to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com. We're conditioned to believe that knowing creates change. Some of you maybe remember G.I. Joe, Knowing is half the battle. Yeah, if only that were true. Knowing is just the barest of beginnings toward change, unfortunately. In this episode, part three of a series about why learning is not what you think it is, I deconstruct this conditioning so that we can build a better understanding of the learning process. I offer weekly member webcasts, online courses, and mentorship at clearandopen.com because it's my truth that... With the right tools, anyone can eliminate the people, money, and time problems holding them back in business. And I share parts of these webcasts and courses on this show because I want to help you too. If you're enjoying the show and learning from it, I'd love your feedback. If you're listening to the show on an Apple device, all you have to do is open the podcast app, view the full description of the episode, and click the link to leave a rating and review for the show. Thanks so much for listening. Let's start the show. So the question I have for you that all of this is a setup for, the question I have for you is, where are you pretending that you've learned something because you know about it? Where are you pretending that you know something, that you've learned something because you know about it? And I'm inviting you to reframe it in your own self-interest to say, I know about X, but I haven't learned it yet to hold yourself to a higher bar so go, go ahead Kirk a- everywhere <laughs> <laughs> can you be more specific i mean from meditation to thought processes i mean thinking in a more positive but productive and productive way anything that i've learned recently i okay, i just have a question on this mm-hmm. i feel like i i learn when i teach yeah teaching is a great way to learn so does that mean i have to know it all the way great question and you know I'm, i'm being kind of on purpose tough here or um what's the word i'm being a little black and white just to deconstruct the conditioning we have about if i know about it then i've learned it It's obviously to me on a continuum, right? You know about something, you know you've heard the vaguest idea of it. That's the very bottom of learning. You've embodied what you know and permanently changed something, such that you never slide back into an old behavior. That's the end. And there's lots of places in between. But what I'm saying is, it's it's easy for us to look at. Oh, I know about that, Ian. I just have trouble with it every once in a while. Instead of that story, to have a kind of wonder and awe, not a self-deprecation thing, but a wonder, be like, wow, I haven't learned that. I'll give you an example. So one of the reasons I became a coach, one of the shadow reasons I became a coach, I think, <laughs> a teacher, because, is because my parents are some of the worst listeners you will ever meet. They're really not good listeners. They're not even average. They're just really poor listeners. And they've got great reasons for it, you know, understandable reasons. Their parents did a number on them. I get it. The where they grew up and the kind of culture they, they grew up in. They improved upon what their parents did. I have a lot of compassion and understanding for that. And and I accept them as they are. What doesn't work for me is not talking about the fact that they don't listen well. I, can't, I don't need them to listen any better. But when they don't listen to me, I can't pretend that they're listening to me. I can't do that. That's just not me. I can't say like, after talking with them about something and they're not listening at all, I can't be like, well, it was great talking to you. Thanks so much for the conversation because that's just not reality. Right? So when that happens every once in a while, <coughs> I try to make them listen because my childhood was the story in in my defense system was like, okay, well, they're not listening. They don't get you. But if you can just figure out the right way to say it, I'm sure it'll get across. And cool, that made me a talented communicator. But you know what? I'm 43 years old and it has not worked to get my parents to listen to me. And just last week, I was talking with them. And I got triggered because they weren't listening to me about something. And I got upset. And after I hung up the phone, I realized, wow, I have not learned this lesson. I know so much about my triggers with them and listening and my overriding need to be listened to and all that. I know so much about that, but I have not learned the lesson. Because if I really had learned the lesson... I wouldn't get triggered like that. I mean, all the way through, that's the proof. That's the proof. Now, and, and after realizing that, I thought, okay, I'm never doing that again with them. It's just not worth it. Now, only time and experience will actually tell if that's true. I don't know if I've really learned the lesson. I think I have, but I don't really know. I'll have to see Next time I talk to them and they don't listen, what will I do? That's where the learning proof is, not in some test, not in some story I tell myself about what I've learned, not in what I chat with, you know, on Thursday when I debrief it with my therapist, what happened. None of that is learning. Right? The end goal of the learning is it's different. It's different. Isn't awareness part of the process though? Don't you think that as you are becoming aware, then you're on a continuum of learning, not having learned because you're going to always, I mean, you're especially in that kind of situation, parental core relationships. It's going to, that's where it's all going to always going to come up. For sure. Absolutely. Step backwards. Will yeah, happen. A- absolutely. There is certainly learning and, and one should have self-compassion about that. I mean, it's, um, but it's like, to use this example, I've had many conversations with my parents like that where afterwards I said, well, I guess I'm still learning about this. For me, it feels more useful. How do I say this? That can be true and helpful sometimes. But for me right now, I'm looking at like the sober realization of like, wow, I haven't learned that. I haven't learned that. And the, the tone I think is really important. It's, it's not like I'm a bad person or anything. It's, it's not harsh. It's just like a wake up call. Like, wow, I know all sorts of stuff about this and I haven't learned it. And now it raises a bunch of new questions like, well, why not? Why not? Because if every aspect of me were really committed to this change, learning this, letting go of the need for them to get me in some way, then it would have already happened. See, so what's the holdout in me? What am I not willing to give up? You know, And and it came pretty quickly. It was the idea, this is one of the reasons why I think I'm finally done and think I finally learned this, is because I did get through to them in a way I never have before, but it took an enormous amount of effort. You guys know that thing I do where I can kind of make somebody get something with a kind of intensity and energy. I'm I'm working on retiring from that um, because I don't think it really... It almost never sticks and it takes a huge amount of effort for me. So I did that with them in a way I never did before. And for a couple of minutes, I got what I wanted. And then I got evidence within a day or two that it didn't stick. So now it's like, the part of me that really wants them to to get something is like, well, they got it for a moment. We could keep getting that more and more and more if you just keep working on it. And I'm like, well, what is it that you think is going to happen? Well if they can wake up, then they could actually be more of the parents that I want. Well what would that actually get you? The childhood's over. You know, what, what difference would it actually make if these people deeply listened to me? I mean, really, because the story is, it's really important, but what this incident faced me with was, was the question of like, what is it that I really want here? You know, there's some story, there's some part of me that thinks that I can actually redo aspects of my childhood if I were to get them to listen. I mean, isn't it as simple as you just want a healthy relationship with them? But why? So like, your well, yeah, but that's that, that's not a compelling reason. You know, because they're my, I, I want a healthy relationship with people who've demonstrated umpteen times that it's not possible. That's trying to get blood from a stone. And that's a recipe for suffering. And that's the real dynamic going on, you see. And so, following this, there's been a disorientation, like, uh, and an aloneness, like, oh, I'm really alone now. Because some part of me thought that, like, was on this gerbil wheel of, oh, just a little bit more, just a little closer, just there, they've almost got it. If they could just, if I could just get this thing across. And I gave that up, or at least. I have for a few days we'll see how long it sticks, right? See if I really learn the lesson, but what i the the learning that I'd never felt before the 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 learning delivered me to an aloneness of like, oh, right, if I really give up on them listening, then i'm really alone, then I really don't have parents in one way rather than looking at my parents as some kind of project, which is really how some part of me held it. they're a project, and if I can get them to wake up, then what? Then I'll be happy and I'll feel connected. Then I won't have all these issues that were created, you know, 40 years ago. All understandable, but laughable. So, what I'm proposing here is be a little firmer with what you haven't learned. Try that out as a perspective. Sometimes the issue needs. Compassion and space and time and, hey, we're all learning and forget the goal. Sometimes that's needed. But other times, if you have a persistent, stubborn issue, I'm inviting you to consider maybe it would be useful to hold it as you haven't learned a damn thing. You just know a lot about it. And what would it take to really complete that learning? What is that step? Because, in my experience, you whittle and you whittle and you whittle at an issue. And then at a certain point, you just got to lop the thing off. At a certain point, you have to be no longer content with whittling. Otherwise, you'll whittle forever. It just depends on where you are in relationship to an issue. If it's an old one, if it's a stubborn one, I'm inviting you to consider wow, I haven't learned this at all. Not, I suck, I'm a bad person what's wrong with me? Not that at all. Just like a, wow, I haven't learned this. I know about it, but I haven't learned it. What is really in the way? Anybody want to share what that where that leads them? I wonder if what I was about to say where I'm pretty close to having learned it, maybe I haven't. I, I, I express it as injecting my political um, opinions into conversations in, 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 in inappropriate times and places and there's no question that i do it far less than i used to but i sometimes i allow myself to get triggered and i do it anyway Mm -hmm. um i think i i i discover it sooner i think and, and and back off from it but um i i don't know if that is an indicator that i just haven't learned it at all or whether i'm just really getting really close to having learned, you know, you know I've learned it mostly, but mm-hmm. just not quite. there. I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah. It's hard to say. Time will tell. Another way of looking at it that you just made me think of is, um, you know, the unconscious incompetence. That's the first phase of whatever model. I forget who made this. Unconscious incompetence then becomes conscious incompetence, mm-hmm. right? You know, you can't do it. Then it becomes conscious competence. Mm-hmm right? Where it takes work and attention to be competent at it. And then the final phase is unconscious competence. So what we're sort of talking about here is the gap between uh, conscious competence, the third level up, and the last level, which is unconscious competence. Because what I'm asserting is if the issue for you, whether it's avoidance or procrastination or Being organized or whatever, if it's taking effort, like if I've, when I'm talking to my parents, if I have to like concentrate on not becoming triggered about how they're not listening to me, that's conscious competence. I can do it, but it takes effort. And then occasionally, if it's, you know, if my attention isn't there, I'll slip up, right? Let's take an example like that. If you can do it when your attention is there, but if you're tired or get taken off guard, you fall back, you're probably in conscious competence. Because if you're a little less than conscious in that moment, um, you'll make a mistake. Right? So what I'm saying is, many people I think get stuck there and they say, well, nobody's perfect. Some stuff just just takes a long time to work on. Okay, maybe. But maybe you just need to set a higher bar and say, what, what actually has to happen for me to get to conscious competence to unconscious competence? what would have to happen for me to be able to talk to my parents and not be triggerable? You see, that's for an example, like a trigger, that's real healing. Do not set your sight on the highest achievement being you're triggered and you can manage the trigger. That's not, you're not done there. Being untriggerable happens. It's not, I notice a desire to avoid something and then I spend a couple of minutes and I manage, you know, I have the conversation and I decide not to avoid it. Okay, cool. Level three, your attention is there. Your mindfulness is there so that you don't get derailed. But what would it be like if you don't even have to self-manage at that point? It just happens, right? You just do it. That's what I'm saying. The highest level is. Now, for any particular thing, it may not be possible. I mean, who knows? Maybe the rest of my life, I'll always be triggered because of you know my family of origin or whatever. I don't know. But I'm not okay with level three. At least not today. Thanks for listening to Manage to Engage, the clear and open podcast. Join us next week when you'll be a little bit closer to who you're destined to be. Until then, know that Clear and Open is dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. If you want to help the show grow, I'd appreciate you leaving a rating and review on iTunes. All you have to do is open the Apple Podcasts app, view the full description of the episode, and click the link to leave a rating and review. Or you can go to clearandopen.com slash review, and it will bring you to the right place.